Okay, so let me give you this scenario, right? Like, everyone's laughing really hard about something. Okay. And you're in the moment, and, like, you don't find it that funny. Okay. What do you do? Are you the type of person that, like, begins to laugh with them because they're laughing so hard? Or do you, well, stay, or do you stay there and you're just, like, smiling? <laughs> trying to make, trying to be, like, that guy. You're like, no, yes. I, I'll laugh with them just because I think laughing is contagious. And so yes. they'll laugh and it'll make me laugh. And then so. when they ask, what are you laughing at? And I go... <laughs> I, I kind of look at them at? and I'm like, I I don't know. Everybody was just laughing, so it made me laugh. It's pretty easy to make me laugh. I laugh a lot. Yeah, but no, I, I or at most I would smile. Like if it, if I really really don't find it funny, and everybody in the room is like laughing that I'm not really close with, I'll just smile. I'll be like. But how, how, how about you talking about your infamous straight face? My infamous straight face. Okay, how about I say it? Okay, so look, guys, there's this thing that Danny does. And maybe I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. one of the, I don't know. Anyways, but if if you say something to him, <laughs> let's say let's say it's like you you're, he's with you know with hanging out with our friends, and somebody said a joke, and it doesn't hit, like Danny will straight face emoji, <laughs> like straight face so hard, and it would just it would make it so funny. It would make it so funny. Like it's like guys like, yo, that looks that looks like a penguin, and Danny's like. <laughs> And the guy's like, right, you're right, and then he just straight face emojis you. It's like your your career's finished after that. And then my neighbor, this is what he told me. I thought it was really funny. Like that, he would kind of do the same thing, but instead he's like, <laughs> no. Oh, I'd be like, um. He would do it was that. Awkward, it's, dude. No, it was so funny. He did it to me. I started laughing. He's like, oh yeah, no. <laughs> like now, like. I want to do that so bad. If somebody's like joking. Like, wait, no, it's so disrespectful. It's like, yo, so no. disrespectful. <sighs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the In The Fire podcast. I appreciate you guys tuning in, whether you're listening on Spotify, iTunes, or watching us on YouTube. If you are a returning subscriber or a returning viewer, we welcome you back. Thank you for tuning in and choosing In The Fire. If it is your first time here, um, usually we're a lot funnier than that. <laughs> Wow. White. Wow. But we have a lot of fun here at In The Fire, so we appreciate you guys tuning in. We love you. Welcome. Check up. Dude, you're weird. I'm sorry. That was actually really mean. I'm really sorry. I take it back, guys. I'm not mean like that. I take it back. I take it back. Yo, I take it back. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. Look at me, yo. Look at me. Hey. Look at me. Hey. Look at me. You need to watch. Watch In the Fire. You're right. You need to watch In the Fire. You also need to check out the description for the most important link, which is the family, the Patreon. You don't want to miss out. Check that out. It is a beautiful time, beautiful community. You'll be blessed. We will be blessed in return. It'll be beautiful. But today, today, today it's, it's time. It is time. It's time. It is time. I think I'm just going to say that. It's time. It's time. It's time for you. It's time for you to to go back to church. Oh, did he really just say that? But what? I love but I love, but I love watching my sermons online. <laughs> hey, but you could watch sermons online. You can. But it's time. Oh, it's time. Why it's time. Why is it time? First of all, there's a ton of reasons for 
why people feel a type of way towards church. Yeah. But I think today we're talking about it's time to go back to church. Mm-hmm. I think it's like it's not this isn't uh we we've done a why church is important episode. Yeah. But today is why you should go back to church. I think with <clears throat> when it comes to this, there's so many different scenarios and so many different mindsets and mm-hmm. perspectives and so many different stories mm-hmm. when it comes to this, right? And it's like you know what maybe you you used to go to church a, a long right. time with your parents, you didn't have a choice. But mm-hmm. you went, right? And maybe you had to go to a youth program or Sunday school. And maybe you enjoyed it. Maybe you were like extremely engaged mm. and you were listening and you were like learning. You're like, wow, I enjoy it. Maybe you made friends even mm. in the church that you enjoyed it. And so you enjoyed going there every Sunday. But usually it's the opposite where you're mad bored. Right. You know, you're young. You Maybe you even get stuck in the adult service. And so you're with your parent and you can't even understand what the pastor is saying because they're talking about some more like, deep adult stuff and so maybe you're, you're trying to hear but you can't understand mm. and then you're just like there on your phone or on your parents phone or if you're with the sibling or you hang out with the sibling and it's just like you're not you're not you know they're not learning and so it's like and maybe you have that perspective right but then i think also the question to ask is what kind of church was it mm. right because there can be so many different scenarios too where it's okay. like okay what kind of ch- what, what was it like a small church was mm. it like uh a church where the men only wore suits and shirts and the women only wore long skirts and dresses. And maybe yeah. it kind of gave off that judgy vibe and maybe there was no youth there. And so you couldn't really connect with anybody and you felt super judged and like super like no connection. You can't connect and you can't, you can't, you don't feel welcome there. Mm. And so maybe you've had that experience. Yeah, yeah. And I, so you kind of yeah. move forward in that. And so, mm-hmm. and of course you're trying, but then you can't relate. And so you just kind of move forward and that's, that's, and so when you want to like try to go back, you yeah. think about that. And it's like, ah, do I really want to go back if that's what I experienced? Like, I need to find a new church. Yeah. And there's just so many different scenarios that you can, that people have and stories that people have when it comes to a church, mm. like about going back to a church. And maybe it was a big church. Maybe it was like a mega church. And like, maybe you felt you couldn't even connect, like nobody saw you. Mm. And there's just so many different scenarios and stories as to like why, mm-hmm. what people experienced and maybe why they don't want to go. Maybe you left, you know, maybe you were going and then you left when you got older and so you, you're not going to church but you still kind of have god in your hand. and i feel like that's a lot of people's mm-hmm, situation mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that they went for a bit they stopped going when they were older yeah but then that same person would say i, I do believe in god though mm-hmm. you know what i mean and, and, and they say it, and maybe they even read the bible sometimes and you have those scenarios right. when they don't where they do feel that way mm-hmm. and it's just like it's kind of like asking like okay what what is what is your situation what's your story and like why you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. what what did you what did you experience when you went? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I definitely think that's that's you know um, another example of of somebody's story with the church. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely not feeling welcome, not feeling um, like they fit in. Yeah. Then there's the, also the people that um, that had just responsibilities of life get mm. in the way and it just like little by little you just disconnected yourself from the church disconnected from yourself from the church and so i think the common thing about these all these situations right yes they're all different but the truth remains the same mm. although everybody else's situations are different god remains the same yes right and so what's something important i think there's a huge thing about distinguishing the difference between religion and relationship. Mm. 
To me, that's something huge. And to me, that's actually something that I still struggle with sometimes. Hmm. Because I think on this walk with God, religion and relationship are so easily entangled. Yeah, 100%. And, and it creates this complicated relationship with God sometimes. Yes, and that's why when you mentioned earlier, because it is so serious and it's so real and many people, and maybe even you that are listening, like many people have had that situation where they were hurt. Mm -hmm. Because why? Mm -hmm. It's because, you know, like you were, you were going to church and let's just say the hope was that, you know, you were in community, mm. you knew people, you had friends, God, mm -hmm. hey, you weren't perfect, but God was using you. You were learning, you were growing, but then something happened, yeah. right? And, and it could be so in many different situations, right? Maybe mm -hmm. you heard about something. Maybe somebody told you something. Maybe you saw something. Maybe you something somebody did something to you from the church. Mm -hmm. And it's so hard because when you're, when, when you view the church, right, as you're the place of where you relate to God, where you get close to him, mm. where you get close to relationships, where people encourage you, sharpen right. you, refine you, where you use your gifts, where like, where you, when you view that, this kind of like safe place, this safe haven as mm -hmm. like the place where you connect to God and then that gets ruined. Mm. And then like, like you said, it feels as if God put his back on you. Like God just turned his back to you and God like, you know, it's kind of like if this person who is supposed to be viewed as someone who is close to God, and who knows a lot about God did this, God, are you even real? Mm. And those thoughts, those thoughts and those things destroys a person's faith. hundred percent. It destroys it. hundred percent. Cause it's like, you're close to God in this, but then that happens. It's like, man, God, are you even real? Yeah. Because this happened. Like mm -hmm. this person is supposed to be one of your representatives that like, right. that is a right. leader. That's like, who knows you? And they did that. Mm. Are you even, is this all a joke? Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. like, is this guy just trying to like you know? Yeah. 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 Are yeah. they are they are they using you for their own personal like gains? Mm. Are you actually impacting this person's life? Are you even? It's a whole thing. And like I've seen people that like have been on fire. Yeah. Literally on fire for God, mm -hmm. doing all the things, fasting, like being used to preach, then just going, just leaving. Yeah. Because of something, and it sucks and it kills the person's faith, and then. As, you know we're gonna get into it, but it's like you, it kills a person' faith. But then there's a difference, because God is not like man, mm. right? And not, and we can get deep now, I guess. But it's like not every church is like the church that hurt you. Mm. And I think that is the main thing that we mm -hmm. need to hear. Not every church is the church that hurt you, right? And we have to understand. But then it's hard because there's PTSD. There's like the whole thing is going to happen again. Mm. All this stuff, and it's difficult. But that's also one thing that we got to, that, that we need to emphasize too is praying about it. Also, mm. if you're trying to find a church, pray about it, pray about it, and also look for it too. Mm. But let me let me not get too ahead of myself. But yeah, mm. so I want to say. I mean, to me, to me, this this idea of relationship and religion getting entangled is is really interesting to me mm. because. It's it's the whole thing of like, okay, as you do this walk with God and you make a, a church your home family, yeah. your home church, this is like you said, this is a place that I became comfortable at. This is a place that I felt safe at. This is a place that I I trusted the leaders. I trusted mm -hmm. um, what was going on. I had really close friends. I had really close In friends. Faith. But then this happened. And then the other thing happened. And so it's it's kind of like we 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 related. All right, 
uh, my relationship with God, with how religion was perceived to me, right? Mm. And so, but the thing is, I, I feel for them so much. It makes so much sense because our, the people that represent God, if they do something to hurt you, Intentionally or unintentionally. How could you not? How could you not automatically correlate to correlate that to God? Mm. Where it's like, God, you really made this person lead the whole church. You, you made them lead all these people. Like, like you said, is this all a joke? Is is God really working in the hearts of some of these people if they were able right. to do that to me? I think first of all, I mean, what me and Lewis both want to say is before we even get into the depth of like why you should go back to church. It's first of all, acknowledging like, listen, we understand and we feel that you went through that. And I'm like, I'm I'm genuinely sorry that somebody that you trusted yeah. that much in leadership, that much to guide you and give you direction, somebody that you yeah. trusted let you down, that must hurt. That hurts. Yeah. And I know a lot of people that a lot of people that don't even want to hear like I'm, I'm, I'm I am like you know nobody wants to hear uh, I'm sorry for you. I, I know a lot of people feel that way also. Right. And it's also too like and again I would say that like I said earlier where there is a separation where yes we do people do represent God mm -hmm. but then people are also not perfect. Right. And that's not to justify anything. It's mm -hmm. just just to let you know. So that we don't, you know, put so so much like as if a person is our god or not, mm -hmm. right? And that that's the, that's the mm. whole thing getting intermingled of like, right? My own personal relationship with God, and then people, mm -hmm. because people will fail, right. people will do wrong things, people will mess up, but God will never fail, and mm -hmm. God will never do a wrong thing. And we need to understand that difference. If we, if a person who has been through something wants yeah. to go back to the church after mm -hmm. something that happened to them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, that's that's talking to the people that have that church mm -hmm. hurt, right? And it, and it's the same. You've given this um, analogy a couple times on this podcast, but the analogy of the waiter. Mm -hmm. And so, like, you know, this this waiter brings you. What well, what was it? The the waiter brings you. Yeah, the waiter. The waiter. Let's say you're at a, at a restaurant, and the waiter brings you this like amazing meal. Like, and like the restaurant is super super expensive like it's like some whatever think about your favorite food ever yeah it's prepared perfectly for you and it's it looks so good you're sorry to eat it but the waiter comes to you and it's like he's mad rude he puts it on the he puts it on the table and like he throws the forks and knives he's yeah. like super rude to you says a lot of mean things but he gives you the food right mm. and he walks away so yeah the waiter was extremely rude maybe he said some mean things to you maybe he like acted a way he shouldn't have but the food is still gonna be amazing right the food is still gonna taste good and it's kind of like that where a person might have done not the right thing to you and right. acted a certain way to you and bothered you and made was rude to you and did all that stuff that they shouldn't have done. It does not take away from the enjoyment of church, the enjoyment of being in a community where God, where you, you'll be with God in that. Right. Where, where people will love you, will sharpen you, will encourage you, will mm -hmm. do all these things for you. Yeah. So it will not, yes, we can try to focus on it, but the food is still good. Mm. It will still be good. Mm -hmm. And okay, so now let's let's also talk about you know the the other type of people, right? You know the the people that don't feel like they're able to fit in, mm. and so it kind of 
drifted them away from the church. I, I've known a couple people in my life that have felt that way. And a common thing that I saw between some of these people is that they weren't as involved as they could be. Hmm. They kind of went into the surface level of the church and it's like, yeah. you know, I, I, I participated. I didn't feel welcomed the first few times. It's just not my thing. For me, like a, a common rule of thumb that I give myself for certain like TV shows and stuff is I'll watch the first three episodes and then if it's like bad, then I'm like, all right, I'm kicking off. But if I watch the first one and it's not good, it's not fair for me to judge the whole show off of that. Because it's like the first episode is the introduction to the mm -hmm. show. The first episode is the one that they introduce the characters, they set the scene, they all of that. Yeah, It's not fair for me to be like, the first episode was boring, this show sucks. No, like... I need to give it some a few episodes for me to know what this episode or what this uh, show is really about. And so same thing with the church. If you feel as if there's certain things that are just not um, tailored to, to your liking about the church, do not judge the whole church as a whole for that. Yeah. A lot of people, they'll hear one thing that maybe they don't agree with fully and they'll wrap the whole church and then call it quits. That's good. That that that's really good. I think it, it it's as if if you were in a relationship so good, and you man. saw a red so flag, one tiny red flag, not tiny, but we'll, we'll say one not, not thing that red, just like, not even red, flag, not even a red just flag. That, like maybe you didn't like that much. That exactly. You, that you, just, you didn't. Yeah. Exactly. Are you gonna end the whole relationship off of that? Are you gonna judge the entire person off of that? Because what you mentioned before, yes, the church is a. It's supposed to be a holy place, supposed to be led by Jesus, and it, and it is led by Jesus. But there's people that occupy the church. The church is not the building. Mm. The church is the people, right? But the people are flawed. The people are full of sin. The people make mistakes. The people have bad days. Mm. The people react out of those bad days. They are human also. They are human too. They feel things. They have... This, a lot of the same problems you may have. They mm. have a mind that just continues running. Yeah. They have problems at home. They have maybe struggles in their marriage, struggles in their families. They got um, uh, difficulties, you know, maybe they're not making that much money or whatever it may be, but they are still, they still have a heart. They still mm. feel emotions. They still have a mind that runs. And so sometimes some so of these good. people can have a bad day, react a certain way, and then cause destruction. Maybe it's not even that. Maybe it's somebody that genuinely hurt you and it wasn't just a bad day. Listen, this is something that I wanted to talk about in this episode before we, you know, we could we could wrap back to this. But I'm not only here to talk about why you should go back to church and defend the church that way. I still want to say that the church needs to do better. There's a lot of things that the church can do better. There's uh, There's gossip in the church. There's some hypocrisy in the church. There's things that just need to be more God-led. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about the staff. I'm not talking about the pastors. I'm talking about you regular attenders, people like me and you, people that are involved in life groups, people that yep. are involved in, <clears throat> in some of these things that are regular attenders of the church. That's who I'm also talking to. Because if you're gossiping and somebody new walks in, and they hear you gossiping about them or about a situation, it's like, hold up. 
what's going on here? I thought this was a church. I thought this mm, was a different. safe place. I thought this was different. And so us as a church, us as the people of the church, as members of the church, we need to be better. That's good. Yeah, I mean, it's just you can't you can't create a culture. You have to be the culture. Mm. So if if you are the way you are, it's going to leak right. everywhere. Exactly. It's going to. And so exactly. that's why it's so important that, you know, you you're doing you you yourself are actually being the the right person that you're mm -hmm. doing the right things that you're training and being righteous right and 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 sharpening yourself and and realizing things you need you struggle with and things that you shouldn't be doing because the truth is like again if if you are a certain way it's gonna leak mm. especially if you're if you're you know up there in leadership like if you're a certain way that's gonna just it's going to it's going to just go everywhere. Exactly. People are gonna are just gonna catch on and start exactly. being that way because that's how that's how things work. You know, it's just like the mm -hmm. same thing that where it's like, you know, you you become your friends. Like you, habits your friends have, you'll have the same habits. Okay. And same thing when it comes to that. Like if you have that habit, like that, it was just spread. It would just it just will. And it's like, do yeah. you want that to spread or something else? Right. Like, do you want right. gossip to spread or do you want like I don't know, being a person that doesn't speak about anyone else spread? Mm -hmm. I think that'd be way better. Right. And so that's that's really good. Yeah. And the thing is, I this is such an interesting topic to me because it's the idea of like, because some people are in leadership and now it's talking to people that are in the church, in leadership, like even the regular attenders, people yeah, that are very say. involved even, even in the, the church. Attenders, yeah. It can feel frustrating being held to this higher standard where it's like, if I even gossip a little bit, that spreads, that that goes to the whole world, that goes to everything. It sucks. It's it's like a blessing, but also it's not honestly, it's a blessing. It just sucks sometimes. Mm. It just sucks to be held at this high standard. But why are we held to this high standard? Because we are representatives of Christ. Yeah. And even if it's again, even if you're not in a leadership position or whatever, like exactly, yeah, even yeah. if not, like, you you still you're still held to a high standard. Like, you you still shouldn't be gossiping, even if right. you're not in it. And and it's just more like you know when it comes to a, a position, it's like yeah, more eyes are on you. Exactly. So it, sh it is more pressure. It is more like mm -hmm. oh man, it kind of sucks. But it's like you should be that way anyways. Right. You know, so it really shouldn't suck. If anything, it's better because people see like how how you are, and if people can imitate you, mm -hmm. that's good. You know, right, right, and something that I've that I've seen a lot um, is people, and, and we kind of talked about this previously, but people that represent the entire relationship with God off of off of an experience they had with somebody that professed as a Christian. Mm. Ooh. That's big, right? Because you have people that say, "I'm Christian." It makes sense. It makes sense. I'm Christian. And then they go do something that's not, not really Christian. Not Christian at all. And so then it makes you wonder, as somebody that's not a believer, it makes you wonder. Ah, those Christians are fake. Ah, so that's how the Christians are. They're just people that try to look perfect. They ain't. But they're not perfect. Gotcha. Not or my they're really judgy. Or they're exactly they're also bad exactly people. something that I read in a book was some when when people say this person is too Christian as in they're too judgmental they're like yo you are doing this wrong 
and and they hold themselves to a really really high standard and they try to hold everybody else around them to a really really high standard i've even said yo this person's like no nah, I, I haven't said that but somebody else might say yo this person is too christian what did I, I i read this in a book and i thought it was super interesting it's not that they're too christian it's that they're not christian enough what do i mean by that what does the book mean by that mm-hmm. it means somebody mm-hmm. that truly follows christ and has a devoted life to them and is spirit-led, they will not be perfect. They will still make mistakes. But they will learn how to act, how to think, how to speak as they go off in life. Mm. Somebody that dedicates their life to being judgmental to somebody else clearly has not applied biblical principles to themselves and to Mm. other people. And so when they come off as too Christian, it's not that they're too Christian. It's not they're not Christian enough. Wow. Wow. If you want to substitute that for the word Jesus, they are Jesus freaks. No, it's not that they're too Jesus freaks. It's that they're not like Jesus enough. Mm. Wow. And so, so we need to be very, if you're somebody that is hesitant about the church and hesitant about, you know, the religion as a whole and Christianity, do not let one person or even a group of people represent how your relationship with God could be like. This is the separation between religion and relationship. Mm. Your relationship with God cannot be cannot be um, affected. Fully dependent. Fully dependent on how other people have mm. chosen to represent God. Wow. Wow. Because, bro, we need to remember everybody has hurt. Everybody has bondages. Everybody has things that are holding them down. Everybody has different ways they grew up, different difficulty, different traumas. Some people react in different type of ways. There's times where you can react in a certain way that people don't like. That's because you're dealing with it on your own. You and God are dealing with that right now. Nobody's perfect. Exactly. And that's something that we need to remember. Now, going back to church as a whole, right? Why do we say it's time for you to go back to church? Why do we say that? Why do we say it? Why do we why are we telling people it's yeah. time to go back to church? It's like why why can't I have my relationship with God in private? Why can't I worship at home? Why can't I watch the sermons at home when mm. I where I don't have to deal with flawed people? Doesn't that sound like mm. the ideal? Yeah. I can still worship. I can still um learn from a sermon. And I don't have to deal with people that are flawed, that could affect me, that could Mm. hurt me, that could gossip about stuff. Mm. Why? Why should I go back to church? Mm. You can, but why would you? Why would you make the decision to miss out on life? Mm. Because even if it's not church, life is just life. Okay. Because that attitude is like, are you not going to go and live your life? Even if it's not church? Because you're going to experience things where it's like, not every oh, friend is, you mean. Not every friend is perfect. You're not going to have good friendships like all the mm, time. Okay. That's just kind of life. Mm. But even just disregarding that point, you could just be in your room, in your house, and watch sermons on, you know, online and right. worship online, and which is good. That means that like, you really are devoted. Like, you know, you're not just doing things just to impress people, which I think is beautiful. Right. And you can do that. But but why would you? Like, why would you 
make the decision to miss out on the full experience, mm. you're just not experiencing everything. It's like you're choosing not to watch the full movie. It's like you're going to mm. watch like, I don't know, the, like, trailer. the trailer or like maybe 45 minutes of the movie and then the rest, no, I'm not going to watch it. It's like, why? Wait, wait, no, like watch the rest of the movie. Right. Because then you won't be able to enjoy it fully mm. and get the full experience. And it's kind of mm. like that. It's like, sure, you'll avoid like problems, but problems will get to you anyways, mm -hmm. you know? And that's just life in general. Mm -hmm. And people aren't perfect in the church or out of the church. Right. People are just people. But of course, it's like, when it comes to that question, you can, but why would you? Why would uh, you miss yeah. out on community? Why would you miss mm -hmm. out on making ever, like long lasting friendships? Why would you miss out on, because again, if you're alone, even if you're doing that stuff, even if you're praying and you're, and you're, you're worshiping and you're mm -hmm. learning by yourself, which is beautiful, there's no accountability there. Yeah. I, I, I would say, I would argue that this sort of mindset has a hint of pride in it. Mm. It, the idea of like, yo, I, I can do this relationship and this walk of the faith by myself. Hmm. I can, yeah, it's just me and God. Like, I, I don't need anybody else. I don't need the discipleship. I don't need the mentorship. I don't need mm. the accountability. I don't need you, to you be around other people. too much, man. I've heard it before. Yeah. I've heard it before. If you're going to do anything great, you're not going to be able to do it alone. Mm -hmm. And that, and wow. I'm sorry, but I know if you see people that are like, wow, that guy got there by himself. He really didn't. No, he didn't. He didn't. Like if 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 you want to do something great, you can't do it alone, mm -hmm. and that's just for everything. Mm -hmm. And if you're gonna if you're gonna want like you know, God's plans and purpose for your life is gonna involve people in it, right? So maybe some seasons of like less people, maybe just yourself and Him, mm -hmm. but it's gonna involve people in your life, right? And that was such a good point with discipleship, what Jesus commands us to make disciples, mm. and you know what that means talking to people and being in relationship with people right so if you're not you know being like you know being some like you know going to a person who's older than you who's wiser who's known things longer than you and asking them questions and being their disciple like you're not doing what god what jesus commanded us to do mm -hmm. which is and of course if he's commanding you to do it right. it's for your own good it's for your so own. you're really missing out on what's the best for you mm -hmm. you are and it's understandable it is right. because of many different stories situations but again, it's like, there is a time for that. There's a time for mm -hmm. you to be alone with God. And I think it's beautiful that you are, like a person is doing that, where it's like mm -hmm. just them and God. Right. Beautiful. And there's there's time for that and seasons for that. And there's a necessity for that for your whole life. Right. But again, there you, you don't miss out. Like, why miss out? Mm -hmm. Why not experience all that God has for you? Right. Because there's so yeah. much. Uh, and not not only exactly. And what, what goes in deeper with that is, the church helps uncover and develop the gifts that God has given you yep. and, and also your purpose. A lot of the things that a lot of my um, gift sharpening has come from being with people, being discipled and even mm -hmm. helping disciple people mm -hmm. and, and just being in community with mm -hmm. somebody when somebody else has a struggle, when somebody else even is flawed and does something that is wrong. There's that moment where you learn from their mistakes because you're in a friend group, you're in you're in a family, right? So when you see your brother or your sister make a mistake and reap the consequences of it, don't you think you'll learn from that? Where you won't have to suffer that by yourself? Where you won't have to do that and learn that on your own and have to, it was like, oh wait, this person put their hand in the fire. I know not to do that. Mm. 
It's encouraging. How many times have I been in difficult moments, moments where I am yeah. not feeling great, yet somehow the people in my family, my church family, were able to see me the second I walked through the door and say, yo, are you good? Some, are you are you all right? Is something yeah. happening? Can we pray for you? The power in the words, can so I pray beautiful. for you, is so, so, so awesome. Hmm. How many times have we received a word from God through somebody else, through a prayer. Imagine if we didn't attend church. Imagine if we weren't involved in life groups and involved in leadership mm. and involved in all of these things. How would we experience such power that God has? And if you lived on your own, you are going to miss countless miracles that God wants to perform in front of you. How many times have we prayed for people and they've been healed right in front of our eyes? Imagine if we didn't go to church to experience that. What about mm -hmm. deliverance? All the people involved that were involved in the occult, all the people that were like had demonic oppression. And we saw pastors and, and people pray for them and then be delivered and, yeah. and transition yep. into a whole new life. How crazy is that? Do we really want to miss out on that? baptism we see people that have denied god for their entire lives come to the faith and surrender their entire life to christ how encouraging is that yep. do we want to miss out on all of that we don't we don't it's time it's time for us to go back to church wow it's time it's wow. time you you can't keep hiding behind the screen yes like what you said our devotional time with god is so so powerful and it's necessary. so good and it's necessary but your time in community is equally as important god needs you to be god did not want man to be alone mm. you need to be in community it will build if you want to be the man of god the woman of god that you know that you know god knows that you know you can be crazy mm. you need to put yourself in community yeah as a friend sharpens a f as iron sharpens iron a friend sharpens a friend yeah you will be able to reach your true potential when you fully involve yourself in church that is another thing fully involve yourself in church fully if, involved exactly fully if you have been the surface level church goer dope you took the first steps go deeper this is your challenge to go deeper this is your encouragement listen if you've been get, thinking about it it's time it's time do it do it if you were trying if you were praying for god god should i be more involved should i do this should i do that this is it god's telling you go to church be more involved go Join beyond the sunday yeah. service yep. yep yep stick around a little a yep. little bit afterwards yep. come a little bit earlier join the groups join this join whatever your talk, church talk offers talk to a person talk to a person get to know them learn their story but these all these are all such crucial and necessary tools for your relationship with God. It will take your relationship with God mm. to the whole next level. Wow, so good. That that's so good. It's yeah. just so, especially if you're praying like about it, like praying God, I want to get, I want to be yeah. more in a community. It's like God can only like you need to do your part too. Right. God will do His job, but you need to do your job also. Mm -hmm. And as you do that you know, you'll, you'll be, your God will, will answer your prayer, yeah. you know? And, and, and going back to that, that thing you were talking about before, where it's, this is what I want to say too. Like a church can only do so much for you to feel, you know, like you're good. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you were saying, if they say one thing wrong or something that you don't agree with and you're like, ah, nah, I don't like this church no more. Right. You 
you can't be like that because yes, the church, right? A church, if you're looking for a church, right? The church does need to be welcoming, mm-hmm. right? It needs to be loving, non-judgmental, mm-hmm. Bible-based, teaching Bible, proclaiming that Jesus, the son of God, mm-hmm. died, resurrected on the third day. It needs to be proclaiming that also and all these beautiful things that it should be and that's how it should be. But church is also convicting. Mm-hmm. And it also challenges you. Mm-hmm. And I've, I remember one of our past, like our lead pastor saying like, you know, where else are you going to hear these things? Mm-hmm. When you go to church and you hear these things the pastor is saying, who else is telling you that? Right. Who else is telling you about your anger problems? Mm-hmm. Who else is telling you about like the things that you struggle with that you try to hide? Mm-hmm. Like who else is, is telling you, hey, bring that to God? Wow. Hey, you can have faith and you can choose to be joyful and you can do this with mm-hmm. the Lord. You can overcome every obstacle with God. Just have faith in him. Like who else is telling you these things? Right. And so, yes, it's loving, it's accepting, it's non-judgmental, it's all these beautiful attributes, but it's also a place where you feel challenged, mm-hmm. where you feel convicted and and you can't let something that you are mm-hmm. like, mm, I don't agree with that, stop to just make you go. Mm-hmm. Like, no, like grow roots. Like let yourself grow roots in the place. Like mm-hmm. be challenged because it says that, you know, let your mind be renewed. Your mind is going to get renewed when you're right. at church because you're going to get a wider perspective. I think- I think the most, like, I think a really good thing that I think a lot of people like like is when your mind gets widened. Mm-hmm. I think, I, I love that. I know you love that. Like, yeah. who who doesn't love hearing something and be like, oh, like, you, you, your, your mind got renewed, your, your wisdom got expanded, your, your, your way of thinking, your perspective got opened. Mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. Because how much do you really know? Wow. You know? And it's like, and how much does God know? And it's like, you don't agree with that, why? because of what you've learned from people. Mm. And it's like, how much do people mm. know compared to what God knows, right? right. And of course, the, the the hope that the pastor is preaching Bible stuff, right? Biblical truth and just transferring that to you. Yeah. And so it's like, you can't be that way because they can do all they can to cater the best way to you. Right. But at the same time, like, pr- don't let pride get in the way. Exactly. But that's why that's why God tells us to be humble, like be have humility, don't be prideful. Like mm-hmm. go there and and... and in those moments, like even though it's like, oof, that that hit, because maybe the pastor says something that really relates to you. That's part of it. Mm-hmm. If anything, that's that's the beauty in it. That's the beauty right. there, because that that shows growth. And I, I I think too, you know, it's not it's not that you can't experience God outside of church, mm-hmm. and it's not like, but you'll definitely experience him in church, a hundred percent. But it's also that. When you step away from the church, you're no, it's what you said. You're no longer hearing these things from the pastor. You're no longer hearing the accountability from your friends. Yep. You are no longer um, diving deep into the presence of God. Yes, you can do that on your own, but it is, it is totally different when you have somebody else praying for you, when you have somebody else prophesying yeah. for you, when you have somebody else praying for you, a whole army. Listen, at our church, you have an army of people praying for you when I don't even know it. Sometimes I get messages, yo, I was just praying for you and God, you know, mm-hmm. f- put it on my heart for me to blah, 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 blah. Yep. And so I I understand that you may want to, you may say like, I can experience God outside of church, but you're missing out on, you're kind it's as if, it's as if you're almost putting God in a box 
mm. with how much he can actually work with. Wow. And the idea that your mind can be expanded to a whole different level when you see how God moves in other people's lives. I've talked about this before. Like you can't limit yourself to a Jesus that only impacts your life. Ooh. You need to widen your, your lens so that you can actually see how Jesus impacts other people's lives. Why are, why are a lot of Christians so attracted to testimonies? I love watching testimonies. I know everybody does. Everybody yep. watches those really crazy testimonies. Like, wow, like I went from being in the streets and drugs and all that to loving God and this yeah. and that. Why is that so powerful to us? Because we see the transformative power that Jesus is capable of. And so we want to be involved in that. Yep. We also want to be a tool for the kingdom of God. Mm. How much how much of a instrument can you be to God if you don't even put yourself in the toolbox that he goes to carry? Think about it. How much of a tool can you be for the kingdom of God if you don't put yourself in the toolbox in which God carries around? Everybody at church is putting themselves in the toolbox and allowing God to work on them, to use them, to, to instruct them how to be uh, more efficient, how to be better, how to be stronger, how to live life. how to. But you're putting yourself outside the toolbox. Yeah, sure, you're watching sermons or worshiping. Yeah, you're working on your relationship with God and you are a great asset to the kingdom of God. But you need to put yourself in the toolbox where they actually do outreach, where they actually do things mm. that uses the tools in the toolbox. Wow. And so I also want to talk about the people that have let responsibilities of life get in the way and has led them to drift away from the church. <sighs> I understand you. Life gets busy. Life gets hectic. But your relationship with God cannot have conditions. Mm. It cannot have negotiables. Some of these things like church needs to be a non-negotiable for your life. That needs to be a no matter how I'm feeling, no matter how busy I am, no matter what's going on, how much money I have, I, I, it doesn't matter. Mm. You need to be attending church. It, it, it's, it, it's what fuels your relationship with God. It's the same thing in a normal relationship. Are you going to let your feelings stop you from going to see that person? And, oh, I'm feeling a type of way, so I'm not going to talk to you for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, this happened and I'm upset and so I don't I don't really want to talk to you. Or hey, I'm really really busy and I've been busy for the last 6 months, so sorry I can't really see you. <laughs> sorry. What? No, this this needs to be something that yeah. you prioritize in your relationship with God. It needs to be. Yeah. And this is this is not to convict it is to convict you, but it's not to judge you. It's to encourage you, hey, it's time to go back to church. It's yeah. time. Yeah, it's time for you to clear up a little bit of a schedule. And if you're too busy to not go to church, chances are you're not fulfilling the the command of Sabbath. So you're not taking your break, which is when you should be attending church, when you should yeah. be going. But that's this is just an encouragement. Yeah, and and there are moments where like the I don't have time thing does apply, but most of the time, like most 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 of the time, you yeah. do. I know I understand there's job things there's and, and 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 of course if that's the case then you could try your best you know to to create that hour long right. two hour you know hour and a half long break cuz we 
and again, I'm saying this because I know I know some of the times it is like a thing where I really can't, but most of the time you can, mm-hmm. and you're just letting something come up or something conveniently comes up at the, at the same time that church mm-hmm. is, and so you have to do that thing besides church, and it's like, like, be be see these things, right? See what the enemy does because that's the thing too. If you're trying to go back to church, the enemy knows huh. that. Yep. Like the enemy sees that, and mm-hmm. so of course, what will he do? except send distraction upon distraction right. upon distraction exactly. and remind you of things or make you feel certain type of ways and try everything that he can do to make sure you don't want to do that mm-hmm. or, you, or yet you don't act upon that desire. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so one of the things is that, which I do think is 100% a thing, yep. that, oh, something came up or mm-hmm. something comes up. It's like, of course mm-hmm. something's going to come up. But it's like, are you going to choose? Like, even if this thing came up, no, I'm going to exactly. go. I'm going. I'm not going to let the enemy stop me from doing what I know will bless me. Mm-hmm. And promise you, it will bless you. Mm-hmm. Going to that church will bless you. Mm-hmm. Don't disregard the blessing. Right. Don't let the enemy stop you from doing what you know you have to do. Mm-hmm. Don't. Exactly. And and also, I want to talk to the people that are doing ministries. Mm. Do not let that mask the habit of going to church what do i mean by that same thing can go for us with this podcast this cannot be a substitute to you receiving from god Mm. so if you're in ministry do not let that ministry substitute from you receiving from god Mm. i know some people in ministry that have kind of substitute they they you know they don't attend the sermon as much they don't attend the worship as much because they're involved in ministry. It's beautiful, but it could damage your relationship with God. Yeah. It's a, it's as simple as that. It's it's almost as if mm, how do I put this? It's almost as if you're in a in a relationship, but you do stuff for them instead of actually spending time with them. Yes, doing stuff for them is super nice and they're going to appreciate that and they see that, but you're not spending time with them. Mm. That's kind of that's kind of the the metaphor if you know what I mean. You're you're doing the ministry, you're doing the work of God, but where's your time with God? Mm. That's more important. Yeah. And and that's a lesson. That's a lesson that you don't want to really learn cuz then Exactly. There's burnout. There and then it's just so beautiful because and I think this is awesome cuz you know, maybe you might be getting near that burnout. Mm. And this is like a hey, remember what's important. Well, wow. right because thank god right that and, and just thank god that he has trusted us and trusted people to to be in ministry positions and mm-hmm. to do and to do ministry and i think that's beautiful and then a lot of times we can get caught up in that ministry is the the only time we connect with god mm-hmm. and really it can't be like that it can't i think i forgot the saying where you should be the preacher that walked with the limp right and mean that meaning like one leg is your preaching leg Mm. And your other leg is your devotion leg and your and your prayer leg and your, you know, just just you and God leg. Mm. So it's like you you preach, your preaching should be like way less than your actual time with God praying. Mm. Because that's how it should be. If it's the if it's the other way around, it's a problem. Right. It's a problem. Because it needs to be where everything we're doing, especially in ministry, God always comes first. Mm. And this this example that I've learned where it's like, you know, a lot of us have different ministries in our life, right? If you're married or if you're in a relationship and then also the actual ministry, there's ministries that you need to put in order. And your first ministry being you and God. Mm-hmm. That is number one. Yep. Even 
before your spouse, mm -hmm. like before you're like, it's God is number one always. Like mm -hmm. being able to say, I love God more than you, right? <laughs> and if God, you don't do that, the rest of the ministries fall apart. Mm, yeah. God needs to be number one yep. for both of you. He's and, the glue for all the mm -hmm. ministries that go down from yeah. there. And so it's like, you have these many ministries. First ministry in your life is you and God. That's your number one first ministry. Mm -hmm. Second, if you're married, if you're in a relationship, that is your ministry. Yeah, your spouse. Third is actual ministry. Like whatever it is that you're doing in the church, if you have something that God has given to you, that's, that is your third. Mm -hmm. So it's more like you, you see, you kind of see this like, oh, wait, we got me and God is first. Mm. Not this ministry is first. It's me and God. And mm -hmm. then that ministry comes. And you view it like that. That's how it's supposed to be. Right. It's because if not, if you get, if you get everything mixed up, mm -hmm. you're going to burn out. You're going to be like, I don't want to do this. Mm -hmm. it, that the source of life needs to be number one for you so that it can give you what you need for everything else. Wow. And if not, you're, you'll feel like you're doing you're doing everything out of your own strength, not his. Mm -hmm. wow. And then that just gets ugly because we have a very low amount of patience and low amount of strength. It, it's so necessary that we understand the importance of priorities in our life. And that will just bless us. Mm. So powerful. Wow. A lot of beautiful stuff. Super encouraging for, for us as leaders, for us as people of the mm -hmm. church, people and everything. We want to see us back in church we want to yeah. see people encouraged by the church filled by the you know the spirit of god when they go to church and just like i'm telling you man don't don't miss out if, don't you, miss if out. you haven't been going if you stop going like pray about it 100 pray 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 about it but also do your best to find one yeah and when you do stick to it mm -hmm. you know if you want you can you can check out you can check out other churches you know it doesn't have to be the first one you go to as the one you stick to you can you can go and like you know look at other churches mm -hmm. but when you find the one that you feel like god is calling you to stick to it mm -hmm. and connect and let god use that church wow. to give you the opportunity to like you said like use your gifts to grow more to create lasting for friendships mm -hmm. and relationships with mentors with with people that are doing life with you that are fellowshipping with you it is so crucial in a, in a believer's life. It's mm. so crucial and it's so worth it. It's so worth it in so many ways. Without that, how much life is there to live? Mm. You know, there's you and God, but it's like God made you to have friends. And so don't miss out on that. Don't miss out. Don't. Wow. But I hope you guys got encouraged by this episode. I hope you guys got a lot of wisdom from it. And this was something that you guys were praying for. And so if it was, check out, you know, give it, give us a comment, show us some love, you know, let us know what you guys thought yeah. about the episode. But we love you. Thank you for tuning in. And um, we'll see you next week for the next episode. Peace out, everybody. Peace.